We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Friday, March the 11th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. And on today's show, I'll break down what happened last night as Sal going to stay at the SEC tournament in Tampa comes to an abrupt end after a 22-point loss to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Guys, I'll give my full takeaways and thoughts on the game. Also, my biggest takeaway from last night, we'll hand out the Shooter Shoot Award, and I'll talk what's next for Frank Martin's squad as well. Guys, i got a packed show for you here on this Friday, and of course, as always, it's brought to you by the Spurs Up Show Store. Guys, TSUS.Store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Be sure to stay tuned to all of our latest drops, including t-shirts, hoodies, pullovers, long sleeves, tank tops, stickers, koozies, flags, you name it, we got it. Everything you need when it comes to Gamecocks merchandise. Again, guys, that is TSUS.store. TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Let's get it. right now because as we go into a weekend normally we're very chipper on a Friday very excited for another weekend it's TGIF thank goodness we're towards the end of the week but does today sort of have the hint of a therapy Friday guys is there really even such a thing but unfortunately we're talking another loss today and another familiar ending to a Gamecocks basketball season. Guys, we've got a lot to get into. Again, TGIF, though, hope your week has been fantastic, and I hope you're having a fantastic start to your weekend as well. Of course, as always, I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show. As always, and guys, we got a lot to get into here on this Friday. Guys, uh, first things first, a couple of housekeeping items. The first thing I want to touch on really quickly, because I'm sure you guys are wondering, Chris, 
why the continued ads for the Spurs Up Show store? Obviously, we know about your store, your merchandise, everything you're doing on that side of the business. And number one is I want to make you guys aware of all the new drops and everything coming. But as I told you before, with this Blue Wire partnership, we are going to have national partners and national sponsors. You are going to start hearing those ad reads. Those are going to take about a week or two to kick in. So again, I just want to give you guys a heads up. Very exciting things happening behind the scenes. We are bringing on those partners. We are bringing on those sponsors very, very soon. Like I said, probably within the next two weeks or so. So again, I'll continue to remind you of all the new merch drops and stuff like that. But again, I wanted to point that out just in case you were wondering. We've got new partners, sponsors, new ads coming for you guys. They're going to be beneficial for you, by the way, very, very soon. Also want to make note of this. I'm sure you already saw it on social media, but of course, today's game as the series against the Texas Longhorns start today at Founders Park. That game today has been moved up at to 1 p.m. because of impending weather later in the day, which means, of course, we've had to call an audible when it comes to the Daily Crow. Obviously, normally the Daily Crow is noon to 2, but with first pitch at 1 p.m., we are not going to do that. Instead, instead... Guys, today, the Daily Crow, and today only, the Daily Crow will be one hour, and it will be from 11 to 12. Because, again, I thought about just completely canceling, but you know what? After last night's basketball game, I really wanted to give you guys the opportunity to call in, voice your opinions. I wanted to hear from you. And also, I just simply love chatting with you guys on the Daily Crow. So, again, guys, we're calling the audible a bit because of the moved-up first pitch to 1 p.m., a little bit of a day game at Founders Park, if you will, which I'm really excited about, actually. going to be a lot of fun. But uh, the Daily Crow, 11 to 12. So, 11 to 12, we'll take no breaks. We'll be live for an entire hour, and then we'll hike it on down to Founders Park to watch the Yardcocks take on Texas. So, again, a really exciting Friday and a lot going on. But, of course we got to address what happened last night as South Carolina Falls, they go one and done in the SEC tournament, falling to the hands of the Mississippi State Bulldogs by a final score of 73-51. to 51. What an exciting first half. I guess that's where we can start. You know, you, you, you're down by two points, but South kind of shooting the lights out and, you know, just one of their better shooting performances, I think, in that first half. And I will say, guys, I will say, that is what sort of scared me. It felt it felt a lot like the Tennessee game a few weeks ago in the sense of, you know, I felt like we played a really, really good first half, you know, really inspired. And I kept looking up in the first half and saying, God, we're shooting so well. How are we only up by four points? How are we only up by two points? And then I felt like we played such a quality first half. And we're down by two at halftime. You felt like, man, like, can we really keep this up? Can we really keep it going? This game, as I said in the post game last night, guys, again, my, my thoughts are going to be pretty concise to the point. This game can be summarized by adjustments. You know, I thought Mississippi State, honestly, do I think they're 22 points better than you? Not necessarily. I, I don't think they're necessarily 22 points better than you, but they outplayed you last night and they made the adjustment and you could not adjust to the adjustment they made. They locked you down from outside in the second half. They forced you to come inside and with Tolu Smith and those dudes they have down low, you had absolutely no chance. You just simply didn't have the big men to compete, which is what we felt like or what I felt like would probably happen going into this game. Again, I don't think you're necessarily 22 points worse than Mississippi State, but you just simply had no answer. You had no answer. So was the loss shocking? No, I picked it. I picked it. 
but maybe the way it happened and just in the, the fashion in which it did, I really thought this was going to be a classic. I thought at halftime, hey, this thing's coming out of the wire. It might come down to a game-winning shot. And uh, most certainly, that was not the case. That was not the case. Um, that was not the case. So a, a really tough loss. And for whatever reason, South kind of really, any South kind of sport, we struggle in the SEC tournament. Really, I'll say this, the men's sports. I don't want to put the women in there. But baseball and basketball on the men's side, man, we just struggle in SEC tournament play for whatever reason. Um, you know, again, Eric Stevenson, obviously, with a great night. I don't know what happened to James Reese. And, and I'll tell you this, too. I hate to pin it all on him. And I'm not pinning it all on him, by the way. But you cannot help but feel like the missed Keyshawn Bryant dunk was sort of the turning point in that basketball game. Because instead of a vicious momentum game-changing dunk where you tie the game up instead ball slips out the hand you miss it state gets the ball they go back down the floor they score it's a four-point game and all the momentum and that was sort of just a microcosm of that game last night and maybe a microcosm of Gamecocks basketball maybe a microcosm of this program and, guys, when you look at my biggest takeaway from last night, again, there's many things we can point to. I mean, I think this team is who it is. Turnovers hurt you yet again. Um, when this team goes cold, it goes ice cold. I mean, guys, how, how do you explain this to me? How do you not score a field goal for the last 10 minutes and 29 seconds? How is that possible? How do you, in the second half, shoot 13? 13%, guys, 13%. You didn't make 13 shots. You shot 13%. Four of 31. Four of 31. Guys, how does that happen? I mean, again, I know Mississippi State made adjustments. But you, you couldn't score more than 17 points in the second half. You couldn't shoot better. Then four for 31 in the second half? I mean, it's, it's hard to explain. It's truly hard to explain looking at those statistics. But my biggest takeaway, guys, is this. Again, we can look at the three-point shooting and getting beat inside and turnovers and this, that, whatever. But my biggest takeaway is this. This year, guys, this was a typical Frank Martin season, yet again. This was copy-paste what we've seen, excluding the COVID year. This was copy-paste what we've seen from Frank Martin squads since the Final Four run. You have a season in which you start out kind of nice, then you suffer some inexplicable early season non-conference losses. Then you get an SEC play. And you get a little hot. You start feeling yourself. Oh, they're that team nobody wants to play. They're that tough Frank Martin squad. You know, you do just enough to finish right around 500 or at 500. And then you go into the SEC tournament. And you lose. Tell me I'm wrong. T tell me that's not exactly how every season is going. And, and that's not even a slight it, Frank. It it's just the reality. It's just the reality. Right? So, you know, 
I'm disappointed with how the game went. I'm just not surprised. You know what I mean? I'm not surprised. And, hey, RIP Tattoo Watch 2022, ass tat season was a fun talking point. While it lasted, hey, guys, let's all give ourselves a kudos and a a pat on the back because I honestly think we helped keep the juice in this season. You know, from myself putting the – the, the tattoo watch stuff out there to, I think, fans just demanding more. There was juice in this season when you could argue otherwise there wouldn't have been. So kudos to all parties involved because you know what? Gamecock fans, you play and we play just as big a role in our team's success, you know, as arguably they do, at least in regards to the feelings around the program. So it was a fun ride. It was a fun season. And I really thought this was going to be the group. You know, early in the season, I was like, I really like this team. I really thought this was going to be a fun team to watch. And at times they were. But the inconsistencies and the deficiencies that we saw early on that just never went away. You know, going ice cold, no, no dependable big man, turning the ball over inexplicably ba- bad passes stupid, silly turnovers. It just, it haunted this team all season long. And this team had some nice wins, guys. Don't get me wrong, but I really do feel like when this team played solid competition, it got exposed more often than not. It got exposed more often than not. And again, that's to take nothing away from the season, but we were who we were this season guys let's move to the shooter shoot award then I, I, I got a lot more to get into obviously but the shooter shoot award obviously eric stevenson 18 points five of 14 from the field four of 11 from three-point range and four for four from the free throw line again congratulations and i feel like what might be the last shooter shoot award of the season it's only right that eric stevenson the reason there is a shooter shoot award gets it and guys that leads me into what's next and this isn't just what next what's next for this team this is what's next for South Carolina basketball because this might be one of the last times we talk about basketball because there might not be a postseason. There might not be an IT. There might not be a CBI. This might be it. Now, Selection Sunday is this upcoming Sunday. Do I think this is it? Not necessarily. I, I do think I want to believe that South Carolina is going to be playing in some sort of postseason play, some sort of postseason tournament. But whether it's the CBI, the NIT, the question has to come back to, is it enough for Frank Martin to return as head coach? And I'll go on record and say, guys, yet again, I do expect Frank back. I do expect Frank back. You know, Frank talking after the game saying that he is expecting both Coos and Stevenson to return. Um, He's excited about the recruiting class. He almost kind of even hinted that, Maybe Gigi Jackson will be joining them. So when you factor that in, I think they will bring him back. I do believe so. But I guess I just ask you this, and I ask Ray Tanner this, the superiors this, because what did I say coming into the season? My energies never changed. What did I say coming in? Hey, it's NCAA tournament or bust. It's year 10 of your tenure. If you don't make the tournament this year, South Carolina should show 
They care about winning, that winning is the top priority, and they should move on. That's what I said. So now we sit here, and it's a guarantee that South Carolina will not be playing in the big dance. And I also said, though, I will say this with that being said, I said earlier in the year that one of three things had to happen. Either win and make the tournament, get a game-changing prospect, or change the head coach. If you can land a Gigi Jackson, then you accomplish number two. But I also then, I think, go back to this. And, I, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to disrespect Frank Martin when I say this, but I'm sure many of you will take it this way. Somebody asked me, do you fire Frank Martin even if we're getting Gigi Jackson? I said, well, did you fire Will Muschamp when you knew it would cost you Gunnar Stockton? Did, did you let that stop you? So if you feel like it's the right move, you make the move, I think, no matter what. You make the move no matter what. And if Frank Martin is retained, guys, again, I, I'm not going to spend the entire offseason kicking and screaming about how this is wrong and that is wrong. I understand. We all understand the, the answer to South Carolina men's basketball is not quite as simple as just let's just change the head coach. It's not quite that simple as much as I wish it was. As much as I wish it was. But at some point, is it ever going to be in CAA tournament or bust? Is that ever going to really be the expectation? You know, are there ever going to be real expectations around this program? Ever? Ever? And again, I'm not talking unrealistic expectations, but making more than one tournament a decade. I mean, I, I, I hate to say this. The Final Four might be the worst thing that ever happened in South Carolina basketball. But it, because it just completely blinded people. It completely blinded people. Because I told you on the preseason, and I respect it, guys. There are folks that sit here today and will tell you their favorite memory, not just of basketball, but of being a Gamecock fan, was the Final Four run. And, and that's great, man. Like, it was a blast. But how many years does it get you? Like, like what, how, how do you, like, how many years does it get you? How many years? Should Frank Martin just get a lifetime extension? You went to one Final Four, you've earned staying here rent-free as long as you want. Should there ever be any sense of accountability? Should making the tournament ever matter? Should it ever matter? Because there's always an excuse. Every single year, there's an excuse. One year, it's we're young. The next year, it's COVID. The next year, well, we had a bunch of new players. The next year, I, I don't know. The, the, the conference was as good as it's ever been. There's always an excuse. Always, 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 always. There's always a way out for Frank. And I don't dislike Frank, guys. I told you before. I got no dis, distaste or vitriol to Frank. But Frank is who he is. And his teams are what they are. They normally don't shoot very well. They foul the shit out of people. They turn the basketball over. 
I mean, these are things that we've seen over and over and over again. This is nothing new. And again, I commend Frank Martin for getting Gamecocks basketball to a place where, you know, it's at least fun and bearable to watch. This isn't Darren Horn. We're, we're, not, we're not a dumpster fire. But at what point do we clamor for more? Because when Frank is retained, I'm not going to throw a fit. But you know why I'm not going to throw a fit? Because the expectations are so, and I've said it again, hey, it can piss you off if you want. The expectations for South Carolina basketball are so pathetically low that what Frank Martin is doing is considered a success. And I'm, again, I'm not saying he's having these terrible years and, and we're a dumpster fire of a program. But as I said before, you know, I feel for Frank in a way because all that matters is making the tournament. Nobody cares about any of that other bullshit. Nobody cares. We don't care. Like the, like the Steelers coach meme, we do not care. We do not care about anything else. Conference record, 10-year record. Congratulations, bro. You went 500 in league play. That's great. That's great. But if you didn't make the tournament, nobody gives a damn. Nobody gives a damn. How long will it be good enough to be just good enough to keep up with the team? How long? As I told you guys before, hey, I'll lower my expectations going into next year. I, I will not allow myself to set my sights on the NCAA tournament. I'll say, you know what? We are, we are chasing the NIT. We are chasing 500 in league play. And if we do any better, and if we find ourselves in the bu bubble, it is a pleasant surprise. But you don't bring Frank Martin back if that isn't the case. Be because, again, as I told you guys last year during the season and before this season started, if you bring Frank Martin back, and I know it's not an easy answer, guy. I know it's not. I know it's not, and I know you might have Gigi coming in. So you know what? If they bring him back and Gigi commits, hey, let's see what happens. I'll be very intrigued and excited to see what that team looks like. But then what's going to be the excuse next year when you miss it with Gigi Jackson? Oh, he's just young and he's to develop. What's going to be the excuse then? Well, his supporting cash isn't good enough. What's going to be the excuse then? Because I feel like there's just always going to be one. So, who knows? Maybe you'll have some postseason basketball. You know, I know some of you say, Chris, who gives a damn? We don't want to go to the NIT. We don't, you know, man, at least I wouldn't mind watching this team some more. Selfishly, I wouldn't mind having some more games to cover. But uh, it's just the same old song and dance. And this team has been a blast to watch. If this is the last game, and we'll certainly talk after Selection Sunday, no matter what happens. This team has been a blast to watch. 
but it just it just uh it just gets old you know the same old song and dance and uh, you know we just we all want more and I don't know if Frank Martin's the guy to do it I, I just don't know at this point I really don't know so you know a tough loss tough loss one that was expected by yours truly but certainly the fashion in which it happened um and that second half, just, just pitiful, just pitiful. So, uh, just pitiful. So, where do we go from here? Who knows? Uh, I know where we go. We go to Founders Park because baseball, the series starting today at Founders, 1 o'clock first pitch. Of course, like I said, guys, Daily Pro 11 to 12 today. Uh, I believe first pitch for Saturday is still going to be set for 4, and then Sunday at 1.30. So, again, just stay tuned to all of our content as we'll have full coverage from Founders Park this weekend. Also, <clears throat> might be at the CLA on Sunday as the women's basketball team is having an open practice and they're going to watch selection Sunday together. Might have to head down to the CLA for that. That actually sounds like a really, really good time. So I might see you guys there if you are there. Uh, either way, guys, if you're at Founders Park, holler at your boy, going to be out and about and going to be a really, really good time. So again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Have a fantastic weekend. Go Cox, horns down, beat Texas, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Monday.